0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: So you would never go on like I'm a celebrity, like you would never survive in the jungle? It's not the spiders and the rats who'd be looking at my own hair. Yeah, But you wouldn't have a mirror? I'd know.
0: Hello and welcome to the world as it should be. A podcast in which we ask our guests to tell us what they would change to help create their perfect world.
2: By listening to what they'd like to change, we'll hear more about who they are, what they do, and what inspires them.
0: This podcast is brought to you by the team behind Prima Donna, a uniquely anarchic and joyous festival of everything creative.
2: My name is Shona Abianka, and I'm a book publicist working with some of the most thought provoking authors writing today.
0: I'm Catherine Riley, a writer and director of the festival. We're delighted to be your guides on this podcast adventure. The World As It Should Be, from Prima Donna. So, hello, thank you for coming. This is a, a, a live recording of our podcast. This will be episode 11 of a series of 4,000, so welcome. Um, we, you're all probably subscribers, but I'll just tell you what it's about just in case. We, uh, we, our podcast is called The World As It Should Be. And um, for obvious reasons, so we ask uh, guests to come on and talk, talk, talk us through three ideas to improve the world and create it as they think it should be. Um, and we, all, we give them free reign to come up with whatever they like, and then we judge them on those choices. So, um, <laughs> we, uh, we have with us today uh, two, uh, two OGs, uh, prima donnas, from the 2019 festival. Eva Verdi and Louise Mumford. Um, I'm, I'm going to ask. I'm gonna, sorry. I'm going to ask you guys go to introduce yourself and say why you're here, where you come from, <laughs> uh, and then we'll start doing the, the podcast. Okay. I'll
2: go first. Um, I'm Eva Verdi. Um, I'm a writer. I'm from Chelmsford in Essex, and my debut novel, Lives Like Mine, came out in June. Yes,
0: congratulations.
1: (laughs) And I am Louise Mumford. And if you can't tell from my accent, I'm from South Wales. And um, my debut thriller was published by HQ in December and is also just scraping in still for July as the the July killer read.
0: Okay, so we're going to get cracking. So um, you go first, my friend.
2: Okay. So I'm going to start with Louise. Um I'm gonna ask Louise to describe to us the first way that she would change the
1: world that she feels it should be and okay. why. Um so I'm gonna start off quite seriously, but I'm just gonna warn you that everything for me from there is downhill i get a lot more frivolous <laughs> from this point and um, so my first one is that i would like it if everybody took at least five seconds hopefully more before they responded to things because i think that would actually stop people from just reacting which is what a lot of people are doing when they're talking especially on social media Uh, Twitter is a really good example of this as well. Um, If you just paused for a second um, before you responded, then maybe your response would be possibly nicer, um, uh, possibly more thoughtful. Uh, And in particular, I hate the phrase... I'm going to speak my mind. Because that's never... Nothing nice ever comes from that phrase. Um, I'm going to speak my mind. Um, And really, you should sometimes think about what's in your mind a little bit more before you speak it. (laughs) The inevitable
2: question, Louise. The reason you've come up with this, clearly you said something in the past.
1: (laughs) What is something that you've just said (laughs) without thinking? Okay, right. So I joined Twitter... only a few months before I came to the prima donna festival and I remember very clearly that I wrote a tweet just off the top of my head from something I'd read in the paper I won't say what it was it was something to do with Boris Johnson and something that he'd said and I didn't like it <laughs> and the tweet now it didn't go viral <laughs> but I got loads and loads of comments underneath and I got it, and it was retweeted a lot and there were lots of likes and that terrified me because I'd said it so quickly. I'd, I'd said, i typed out the tweet so, so quickly. I hadn't thought about it. I hadn't thought about how people would respond because generally, I'd only just joined Twitter. Nobody responded to anything I said. Nobody said anything It's amazing to me. there's lurkers on Twitter. Yes. And they come out of the woodwork. But people retweet as well. So then it goes to a different audience. So by the end of the day, I had... Labour supporters you know saying oh well she's from Wales so she'd say that anyway because she probably won't say but it's like no I said that because I'm a human being and what Boris Johnson said was stupid but not going into that but um and and that was a real lesson in if I'd have thought that through a little bit more I wouldn't have said that in the way that I said it in such a kind of incendiary way did you get loads more followers though I did. They were probably disappointed by what came afterwards, because it's just books and squirrels and cabbies. Um So I'm, I think they've quickly unfollowed me from <laughs> what they were expecting. I don't know what they were expecting, um, but they didn't get it. Definitely. No one expects books and squirrels and cabbies. No, no, that's true. That, that's a fair point.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah.
1: That's, so maybe they stayed.
0: For everyone to pause for five seconds, is there a system you've got in mind to make that actionable?
1: A green light system.
0: (laughs) Everyone's got a flashing traffic light above their head. Um, No, no. I
1: think it's just... Everyone's very hot on being mindful at the moment, aren't they? This idea of being mindful. But they only ever mean that in terms of taking a time for themselves. It's almost like a meditation thing, isn't it? Being mindful. I would prefer the idea of being mindful as something that is is something you project out into the world. So you think more about your actions. And I think that comes from being a teacher because I'm used to taking a breath. When when a teenager has said something that I didn't particularly agree with or like, or it was rude, you know, I'm the adult in this situation. I had to take a breath and I had to think about, what was the best way to deal with it, and what was the what were the best words to use? So I'm quite used to doing that, but it would be lovely if if I, it would make a nicer it would make a nicer world. Um, My teenage daughter's looking at me,
2: think saying, uh, well, I wish you would do that, mum." <laughs> That's right. Um, I mean, it's difficult to do, though, Louise, isn't it?
1: And I did make the point that it would make conversations very slow. <laughs> if, everyone's, if everyone's pausing, be, it would be like one of those um, kind of horrendous um, when you go to the psychiatrist, isn't it? And they just pause and they go, so. <laughs> and then you'd have to count to five, then <laughs> you'd have to say, and they go, hmm. And then and nothing would happen again. So it would be it would be rather it would make podcasts quite dull,
0: maybe as well. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <No>. okay. <laughs> okay. Fair, fair point. We're making podcasts dull. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, yes, good. I like this idea. It's a great idea. I have nothing. I have no problems with this idea. Uh, we need to be. You took you took the role of being the adult in that in uh, that dynamic with the kids. Um, is is social media making us all more? Is it infantilizing us?
1: I think in the way that teenagers never think that they're so their brains scientifically their brains aren't formed to think of consequences social media makes us into teenagers because we don't think of the consequences of what we're putting out there so yes definitely um you you should try to be more of the adult in social media I think I think in not in Instagram so much and and Possibly, well, possibly yes Facebook as well but Facebook and Twitter it just gives you such an easy opportunity to say something off the cuff which you think is witty and funny maybe at the time but is is perhaps not what you would have said if you'd had more time yeah. to think about it
2: I guess it would be helpful to take a step back and think why has this
1: wild me so much
2: yes just to think about it
1: yeah, that's what I would have done mm. with my Boris Johnson tweet. Would I, you have not tweeted it then? I don't think I would do. I think now I would have just taken a step back and and not done. But I've got more. I haven't got loads of followers, but I've got more followers now. We're all talking about squirrels and bits. Do join me <laughs> if you want to. Um, so so I am more conscious that I don't want to. You know, I want to put stuff out there that you get you get back what you give mm-hmm. out, and I think you need to bear that in mind. No. You know, I, I love being funny and, and playing to the crowd and all that sort of stuff, I love that, but you can't do that on Twitter easily without consequences, <laughs> and they're, not, they're often not pleasant consequences on Twitter. Um,
0: cool, um, Eva, do you want to talk us through your first? My first one I think
2: was equality, um, which seems very dreamy and idealistic, but I just think it covers so much, it umbrellas so much, um, you know, if we were all... Not all the same, but if everyone had an equal opportunity, an equal start, it would just make the world such a better place, wouldn't it, really?
0: Yeah, there's no arguing with that. No, no, I don't no really no know argument. what I can it's say
2: very watertight. How well,
0: can we, can we, we start?
2: I don't yeah. know how we go about it. I mean, how how that could ever be implemented, I think it would be What impossible. are the tiniest things we could all do? Be more considerate, definitely. <laughs> Take this step back and think. I think we're all very easily triggered and crazy at the minute, I don't know what's making it worse it might be social media that makes it worse, it's also instant and there it might be
0: Boris Johnson it might very oh, well yeah. be Boris Johnson yeah and is there a specific inequality that you you know you you, because there are a lot of inequalities there are a lot of inequalities I don't want to bring the podcast down too much but if <laughs> you could
2: start there with one where I would you start on. with one I think it would probably be poverty and the, the sort of the vast difference between the world you know the haves and the have nots i think if that could be a level ground and we all start from the same place that'd be great yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) that would definitely be the world as it should be Yes, for sure so louise your second way
1: that you would change the world as it should be okay so so bear in mind i was very serious before we're now going very much downhill my next way to make the world as it should be would be for well, UK, definitely, but women's clothing size to be uniform across all the brands. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, because I am sick of being a size eight in MS on a good day. I'll just go for size eight. Okay, let's just say that. Um, a size 12 in Mango and I can't get a leg in some Zara pieces and it makes... Online shopping, which we've had to do over the pandemic, obviously quite a lot, and it makes it really difficult. But not only that, I think it would have an environmental impact because if clothing brands were uniform and you could order something and know that it would pretty much fit, then the returns would just plummet. And that's a huge environmental win. As That's well cheap. as a vanity thing.
2: <laughs> we do have, not to put you on the spot, we do have a man here. Two.
1: There's two, <laughs> two. Where's the other one? It's my dad. Oh, well, we're going to have to ask
2: him. Well, do, do men have this problem too? Oh,
1: my,
0: oh my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's a feminist. There we go. <laughs> That's exactly what we're all about. Prima Donna. Brilliant. <laughs> as well as it should be. <laughs> the younger
2: men have this problem. I have the problem with shoes. My shoe size varies massively.
0: Well, we have that too, yeah. Pants and
2: tops. And- Did you say pants and tops?
0: Pants and tops. Pants
2: and tops. Someone posed top. to me, yeah. Maybe not. Please try. Okay, okay. I just thought I'm not actually going to go down that
0: road, so, okay. Fine. He's actually shown his favourite game, pants and tops. <laughs> 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 the <laughs> um how would we do it how would we need a like an every woman model well i, I think it
1: uh, the easy way to do it is make everything elastic um <laughs> as, as, as you can see from this dress this is perfect for online shopping because it's basically got an elastic top so it stretches with you and then if you lose weight which hopefully you know that might happen um it would then shrink back down to size put everything elastic that's my that's my <laughs> solution we're just eliminating <laughs> buttons and zips from everything okay well, <laughs> well, all, all sacks yes you know the older i get the more i like the, the sack version mm-hmm. because it's cool um it's it you can put a belt around it you can dress it up or just access it down. <laughs> um, down you mm-hmm. could yeah 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 cool. i feel i've gone off on a one tangent one size fits all one size fits all no returns
0: right let's move on <laughs> <laughs> so this
1: one this one could make me popular or make make me um not very not
0: very well liked
2: um but I think um, when I go on a dog walk it really annoys me when I'm lost in my thoughts and I've got a great idea and then someone says oh, your dog how old's he and you've got to have all these conversations oh it's nice weather isn't it and you say, oh, and the thought's gone and I want to be polite but Sometimes I just don't. I just want mm. me and my dog,
1: and just ask them to be mm. completely antisocial. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're against talking, just to be clear. Just silence.
0: Oh, on, yeah, on dog. Just silence
2: But you know, yes. a lot of people say a good way to make friends or meet a partner is to get a dog. No, not interested. No. What about headphones? You see, I do this. I do all the tricks. I have headphones, sunglasses, and. Still, the conversation happens. Wow. So now I find that I'll go for a walk at, say, eight in the morning, and then I'll meet someone who I don't, you know, it's nice to have your chat, but then I think if I do that route again, mm. I'll see him again. We'll mm. have to chat.
0: Yeah,
1: it's so now easy. I'm sort <laughs> of, i so Suddenly many walks
2: are so different yeah. like, <laughs> I need to be walking at like midnight. Yeah. Now I, just I was going to say, you me. could go out at 3 a.m. Do you think possibly so? Possibly in a
0: sack. I think oh, that... It, <laughs> Elastic. Maybe I like, like, just come across too faithfully. Yeah, just borrow some of Louise's clothes. <laughs> like, <I'm> <laughs> 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 um... Yeah, I that's so I don't have a dog um, but I, I know that people say that, that you can't go on a dog walk interrupted by people wanting to talk, not to you but about your dog oh yeah,
2: it's only dog chat but it's like the same conversation mm. five, or five or six times I guess dog you could wear a sandwich board going six months, terrier <laughs> <whatever>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be probably, <laughs> a heavy, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just hand out things the
1: I think you get a Oh, but, you, know. you get a reputation if you're handing out leaflets in the park, don't yeah, you? Jen <laughs> yeah. really... in a sack.
0: Yeah, in yeah. A sack. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is a dog walker here who solved this problem? Who? who... Or who's dog... a
2: dog walker that likes this problem? That likes chatting to people. So, do you disagree with Eva? I mean.
0: Uh, uh... It's nice to talk to people because then you can see their dogs and like mm-hmm. see if their dogs are nice and stuff. And then your dogs get to play as well.
2: They do, and I do love other people's it's not the dogs that I have the problem <laughs> with. <it. laughs> so I'm either there, be yeah. happy to sort of make conversation <laughs> with four legged people, it's kind of funny. But it is really the um I will I'll just be having such great ideas and then it's gone.
0: Mm. Dog treadmill
2: do you know i was thinking that that's, that's quite mm. a good idea yeah. yeah i think your dog yeah i think probably likes going outside though he does. maybe a badge sort of not today thank you <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Or a specifically just... kind of lead or something to say you know owner
0: antisocial please avoid something yeah. like
2: that i like that idea i really like that idea actually i think it's on
0: you to act out more and solve this problem yourself so if you start a reputation locally as a yes. crazy yeah. lady that it suit you I to i think start. i might be almost you're there. working on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah um you've got an idea molly yeah. go on what's your yeah. idea if somebody you- Comes up to you or something and asks you where you're built, you a dog. Which hand did you Respond No. Yeah. You know you can find those hoodies that say the anti-social social part. You could just get a dog jacket. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, just, and say stay away from my dog. He bites <gasps> even if he doesn't. Train him to bite. <laughs> like, oh, train <laughs> you train, him train him. your dog to bite people. <laughs> I think even needs
2: to stay away from me. I bite. I think yeah. we should stop slurring yeah. the dog because it's not the yeah. dog's fault. <laughs> it's, not, it's not his fault, no. He's, he's dear and he's very social. Yeah, so right. This is my problem. If he
0: people, it'll soon stop. Yeah, stop biting people. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, we sold it. You're welcome. Yes. Right, thank <laughs> you. <Good. so> <laughs> Bite people.
1: Um, Louise, it's over to you. Uh, for my third... Mm. For my third one. OK, um, I've realised I'm a, bit, a little bit appearance-obsessed, um, but my third one... Uh, would be for everyone to wake up with a good hair day <laughs> um because... that was Welsh for hair just to... Oh, sorry. <laughs> just to make that clear for the recording oh, a good day. <laughs> and, you, and my Welsh comes out in the word immature as well, apparently. Um, I used to teach in spectacles and the kids used to get me to say, because one of the characters is immature, um, and they used to get me to say immature all the time while I was teaching because they like the Welsh accent. Anyway, moving on. Good hair day, because that would instantly put everybody into a positive frame of mind. When you wake up and you have got a good hair day probably by accident because it never happens when you're actually try, does it mm. um you instantly just feel better about life in general and you're generally just nicer mm. to everyone as well and think of the time I would think of the time I would say <laughs> straightening my hair and then straightening again and then being out and it's slightly wet so the hair just goes um, and you've got to straighten it again and you save all that time and I could actually do some writing instead maybe which is, you know, my job. Do you think we would stop appreciating good hair though if we didn't have
2: bad hair days?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I can be quite philosophical, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the day I've had I am um, willing to sacrifice that I think to have the good hair maybe you could just take a picture of your bad hair and look a bit <laughs> pin it up, just pin it up a bit, and occasionally look at it and go off oh, don't have to worry about Could've that anymore could have been that yeah I think everyone everyone'd just be nicer to each other because you just feel good when you've got a good good hair, good hair day <laughs> do you <laughs> or is it just me <laughs> possibly just me my natural hair is, you know, in the, the covers of Bly- the old Enid Blyton books and you had the kind of, and they got like a kind of wave. Mm. just, That's what my hair does naturally. I look like an old Enid Blyton cover. Yeah. So that's why I spend so much time straightening my hair. Uh, not that it works, because it then just naturally through the day it just goes back into some weird kind of I mean, really I want to Blyton. see that. I would like embrace, no, embrace that. You're lady. never going to see it no, because okay. I spend too much time straightening my hair. We're not going to spy on you.
0: <laughs> I don't yeah, cuz I don't the problem with this I want to help you. Um, <laughs> the problem is I think maybe wavy hair might just be nice. And then you you just need to do a reframe and save yourself time and the energy and have nice hair without doing Oh, just to for it. me to reframe my thoughts and yeah. just think
1: my hair is Embrace. nice. Your hair. Embrace it. Embrace to Embrace. 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 Oh, I love that. image. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, I'm not convinced on that, frankly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of time. Do you straighten it every day?
1: Every day. Wow. Sometimes twice a day if I'm near straighteners. Obviously, it's harder when you're
0: camping. (laughs) (laughs) it.
1: It's hard when you... That's why I don't like camping, because you don't have electricity to do that sort of stuff. And people go, I go to relax. I'm not very relaxed. My hair looks like a Nina Blyton character. Why would I be relaxed when I'm camping? And I look like a Nina Blyton character. So, no. So, you, you need. would never go on like, I'm a celebrity. Like, you would oh, never no. survive in the jungle. It's not the spiders and the rats. who would be looking at my is. own hair. Yeah. But you wouldn't have a mirror. I'd know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't grow my hair that's the problem as well because my hair only gets to this length if it goes any longer it just becomes it just loses the will to be here um, if it goes beyond if it goes beyond my chin it stops being here and just becomes annoying um so I only, I can only have it this is the longest it will ever be and I can't get this up this you know the half up half down thing it's my ponytail
0: um I don't know I don't I don't know what to say do you
2: yeah, I mean, I I'm embracing the wave. I think I would just, to me, straightening my hair every day, I would just drive me nuts. I just think I would just not have the patience. And I've done it once or twice. And I've tried it, and I do like it. You know, it looks a lot longer. And I just honestly, I don't have the patience to do it every day. It would just drive me absolutely crazy.
1: You're allowed to though. Can-can. You <laughs> it's all right. and, I'm, and I'm not. But camping, your hair looks really yeah, lovely. It's because so. it's straightened. <laughs> You haven't
2: helped i have to say that it's all about how you feel and it's <laughs> fine you know you wear your elastic you straighten your hair Louise
1: yeah. we love
2: you, <laughs> you anyway so
1: nice. thanks. Thanks. thanks thank you thank
2: you <laughs> I I'm... Yeah. do you want to take us to your last thing yeah my last thing is a bit of a serious one now um, okay. oh, a complete I would like in an ideal world a complete overhaul of the education system particularly secondary school um I've got three daughters in secondary school now. I've got um, Zoe, she is in year nine going into year ten and I've got twins in year eight going into year nine. So they're really at an age that's so, you know, they could be learning so many more useful life skills and I just think we they're just ill-equipped for the real world. You know, if we could learn things like how to open bank accounts or how to, you know, lessons in self-esteem and things like that,
1: it would be... hair straightening. Hair straightening, yes. yes. All, All these life skills, yes. It so would make mean, such a world of difference. You are a teacher. I, I was. I gave. I was uh, a teacher. I, I was you a teacher. Also. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> yes. What are your thoughts about? I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, I think with better, I think you call it. They do have life skills, so they do. It's it's a very rushed because remember as well, schools are under such pressure to hit all the curriculum targets they just don't have time in the curriculum so first of all you've got to free up the curriculum and actually allow teachers to within reason choose what they want to teach and not just be exam factories which is what they are at the moment which doesn't benefit a good 50 percent of the children who go to school who maybe aren't a good fit for an exam factory but fit somewhere else brilliantly maybe in the creative arts or or something else so you've got to give teachers that that ability to be able to choose and then I think life skills is really important banking social media how to spot a scam how to read social media and the news they get from it because they ju- a lot of young people read stuff on on Facebook or through Twitter or well not Twitter but wrote tiktok or wherever they get their news top um <laughs> say it again t- tiktok <laughs> um, uh, or the booker face wherever it is where they get their news from and they don't understand that that news comes from a certain political agenda sometimes or has something behind it um, and it's not just you know the six o'clock news you sit down and watch um, with your parents because young people don't really do that much um, anymore, anyway. So, yeah, I agree. There's
0: a row of young people directly behind you. What have your kids taught you that they're, that they're missing in school? What have your kids taught you, actually? That's quite. Oh, um, I don't know.
2: What do they teach me? I, they, just, they just always seem to come away sort of a bit. Shaded mm. you know, I, I just think it could be right. learning could be more mm. just more connected mm. to their lives as opposed to learn Henry the Six Wives mm. and we've got to, you know, all these things we just sort of fed. If it could just I don't know, I don't, maybe more bit, practical, more yeah, realistic. I think so, yes, yeah. It just seems that's what you take in, you read it, you do an exam mm. and off you go. And if you're not academic mm. and you know, if you are yeah. more artsy, it's
1: you get left um, behind, yeah. yeah.
2: There are a lot of conversations about this, but do you think it's changing at all?
1: Because a lot of people say this, the same thing over and over again. The teachers say the same thing over and over again. Unfortunately, they're not listened to by anybody in government, it seems. Governments seem to be very hot on changing things so they change the curriculum constantly um but then it's almost it's almost like being in Alice in Wonderland in the tea party where you all move around but you eventually end up back in the same seat mm. you just end up but I've, I've taught curriculums and then within a five month uh, five year period I've gone back to mm. teaching what I was teaching five years ago and all, the, all those resources that we threw away um I think governments really need to and I think governments need to be led by experts in every field. Mm-hmm. So instead of having a minister for education who has no, no um expertise in that field at all, actually have somebody who has been a teacher, maybe, yeah. you know. That would be a good, very good start, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah. But knows what they're doing. Yeah. It be really yeah.
1: yeah. Do you think yeah. that's why there are teachers leaving the industry in their droves? Partly. I left because well, because I, I was nearing forty and I wanted to become a writer and if I didn't become a writer when was I going to do it and then you um, met Lisa Milton who um, changes <laughs> lives quite the literary fairy godmother mm-hmm. Lisa Milton she makes us say that by the way
0: she, <laughs> she, <laughs> she, <laughs> she doesn't literary fairy godmother
1: TM. here's twenty quid <laughs> 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 um, um, she, um, uh, but I, I would have. I think I would have left teaching anyway because um, when I first started I was given a bit more freedom to teach what I wanted but then 15 years later it was a lot of box ticking and a lot of spreadsheets and a lot of this child is now green and now they've moved to red but they're back to green and you needed to go through all of those hoops and I, I preferred to actually build relationships face to face with pupils and and actually treat them like humans and not things to be ticked in boxes.
0: Um Great, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you very much for your three ideas for each changing the world. We'll take them forward to the Great Council of Podcasting. We'll go straight to Boris, and obviously, it will nothing will happen. He's <laughs> heard about me. Thank you, everybody, for listening in to this episode of the <laughs> Should Beat live from Prima Donna. The world as it should be from Prima Donna. The world as it should be. 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 It should be. <tek looking> it should be from prima donna.